the master of the mock and football expert. I looked at last year's top 20 sackers in the NFL, and there's 28 of them because eight of them, you know, had tied. And 18 of them were first-round picks. And 12 of them were picks 1 through 15. So history would say, if you're already trade up, and I've seen, you know, the trade-ups for Chris Olave and Jamison Williams, but history would dictate if you're going to trade up, you trade up to get Ed Drescher. He's a man who enjoys an ice-cold beer. Give me one of those famous giant beers I heard so much about. And a travel aficionado. There are things to do right here. You don't need to go to the Caribbean. You don't need to go to Europe. You don't need to do things. You just go to Wabi go. Jay Binkley of Bink at Night joins the drive. Bink, how you doing, my man? I'm happy to see you. What's going on, T-Dot? The text line said, why are you so mad about the NBA? I'm not mad about the NBA. I'm frustrated because they have time for everything else. I mean, they have all the time in the world to go shopping for goofy clothes to walk into the game, yet they don't want to try hard during the game. They will cry and complain about not being named an all-star. And then when they actually are named an all-star, not try at the all-star events. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me how in the, all you need is four NBA players to do the dunk contest. And they had two G leaguers in it. They can't find four NBA players that want to do the dunk contest. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. I thought McClung would uh, not be in it this year. I would be on a team instead of the Osceola magic. Then they had Jacob Toppin. I didn't even know Obi had a brother. How about, how about uh, Shaq wearing one of his jerseys there? Shaq, Shaq did more work than the dunk contest yeah. than any of the dunkers. Stop jumping over Shaq. Find <laughs> another tall person to the, jump Every over. dunk was about jumping over somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like every single one of them was. <laughs> you trying to jump over Kai Sinet. Yeah. Kai Sinet is 5'4". Is that is not impressive to me. Start jumping over cars. I'm waiting for someone to jump over a car. Bink, how have you been, man? Good, man. You been how you good, doing? man? Yeah, yeah. What did you do yesterday? No football yesterday. I know two days ago. I know you were. I know you were hurting. You were Jonesing. You yeah. probably watched the program or something. You probably watched <laughs> Friday Night Lights. Yeah, you I just, watched the replacements on Sunday. Be real with us. No, I didn't. I didn't do a lot to be honest with you. It was kind of a. It's kind of a rough weekend. The the, the, the uh, combine will start here at the end of the month. So we we'll have the combine. You gotta get it back. We we'll have the combine coming back, and then we get the draft coming up in April and stuff. So uh, good football is on the horizon. Right now, we're joining free agency studio. period March. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no, That's you're taking over the tournament. I feel like you like this part of the NFL season as much as you like the game. I do. It's where champions are made. You love watching the you gotta combine. win the offseason. You, you gotta love win the breaking offseason. down the draft. Yeah, you'll be watching old Pittsburgh State tape so you can find that's right. that seventh round that's gym right. that's, right. that's gonna help the Chicago Bears and make the depth yep. chart. You love this part of the season. So, we part are, of the year, we are very happy to have you join us to break it down. So, let's start with this. This is what I would do if I was the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs. If I was the GM, I would franchise tag Legereus Sneed. It's $18 million. Give myself the time to negotiate a long-term deal. But I think the Chiefs are the best in the league at three things. I think they have the best head coach, the best quarterback, and I think they have the best one-two corner combination in the league. I would keep that. I would let Chris Jones go play for another team. The franchise tag is going to be around $32 million, according to Adam Schefter. That's the difference in you keeping Snead and then going out and picking up a Calvin Ridley or maybe being in the market to go get a Mike Evans. You can do a lot of things in the NFL with $32 million and make a lot of additions to your team. And this organization, over the next two offseasons, they're going to have to start deciding who they want to keep. A lot of those great rookie deals that they have, they're coming up. Creed Humphrey's contract is coming up shortly. 
Trey Smith's contract is coming up shortly. Willie Gay's deal is up. Nick Bolton. Like, there's a handful of players. I don't think you can allocate those resources to paying a 30-year-old defensive lineman 32 to $35 million. I will let Chris Jones walk in free agency and take the compensatory pick. What would you do, Bank? I would do the exact same. I'm not a big fan of signing guys when they, when they hit that 30. The sentimental signings. Because this would be a sentimental signing. And you've got three rings. Jones help you get them. I know that they're in the middle of a dynasty and they can go get more. But this team, this team has a lot of areas they're going to have to address here relatively shortly. And they've done a great job with it. They've done an absolutely great job. Still a very young defense. Youngest defense in the NFL. Sneed is a must-keep, in my opinion, because of his age and what he does and how good he is in shutting down number one receivers. Sneed is back with this team. And then going out and uh, dabbling in the uh, wide receiver market as well. You hate to do everything, but you can't keep everybody. No, you certainly can't, can't do it. No, you certainly can't keep everybody. And at least for me, I find it very hard to believe that, let's say, in three years. like Let's say you sign Snead to a three-year deal. Let's say you sign Jones to a four-year deal just based on the kind of contract that he wants. I find it hard to believe in that third year we'll look at that deal as being bad for Legereus Snead. It's very possible that you look back and you regret that contract for Chris Jones. You and I know how the NFL works. And once you get to 30, football is a young man's game. And if we're going to throw out a lot of money, I'm more inclined to do it for a player under the age of 30 who was going to turn 30 at the end of the deal than a player who is going to be 30 when the deal starts. And now I'm paying for 30, 31, 32, and 33. I don't know if that's good business. Yeah, I don't think it's good business either because you have to worry about what, what's going to happen. Like, what, what if they have a down year? A down year, according to them, is the motivation factor still there the next year? And then all of a sudden, did you waste 32 million a year by not going out and collecting a ring this year? So you start thinking about all those things. And, you know, it's what the Patriots did. They got rid of Tyler and they got rid of other, you know, key contributors to the team. I remember the, uh, the Colts got rid of Edger and James right in the heart of his rushing. He leaves. They go out and get Joseph Adai in the draft, and they win a, and they win a ring. Like they went it with Edge, but they won it with Joseph Adai. So sometimes this stuff happens. You hate to see it. You don't like uh, not having sentimental signings, but you got to think about the, uh, the good for the team going forward. So I'm looking right now on DraftKings and what they have the odds at for Chris Jones' next team. So the Chiefs are the overwhelming favorite at minus 350. The Bears are at plus 475. The Texans are at plus 650. The Lions are at plus 900. The Raiders are at plus 2,000. Those are the five most likely teams for Chris Jones next offseason, according to DraftKings. I really like the Texans. I think it makes a lot of sense. you got a defensive-minded head coach, a quarterback on a rookie deal, and the same way that you were trying to solidify your defense in Kansas City when you had a superstar young quarterback – I could see the Texans doing something very, very similar this offseason. Chicago also makes a lot of sense. They have a lot of cap space. You know the connection with Ryan Poles in Kansas City, and they're going to be a team that they won seven games last year. A couple of additions, you get better quarterback play. They could be a wild card team next year. I think that Chris Jones is going to play for another team. Put me down for Houston as a team that I would like for Chris Jones to play his next team. Are those some teams that you think make sense for Chris Jones? Yes. Where do you think he 100%, lands? 100%. 100%. They're in Chicago for sure. Chicago for sure. But Houston, 100%. D'Amico Ryans with a player like Chris Jones? Come on, man. That's like his dream as far as a guy to play on the inside and the outside. And I love what D'Amico's doing there in Houston. But Chris Jones would make a ton of sense for them. And they're trying to build and they need that veteran leadership on that team. So, yes, three-time champion. 
100% they'd want Chris Jones. I just think, I mean, I, I think that both Snead and Jones are in really, really good spots. Like, if you were Snead, you have made fourth-round money for your entire career. Worst-case scenario is you play under the franchise tag next year and you play one year, $18 million guaranteed. That's not a bad worst-case scenario. Best-case scenario is you get a long-term extension in the National Football League. If you're Chris Jones, worst-case scenario is you sign a fully guaranteed $35 million deal, which pays you like you're the best defensive player in the National Football League, or you get a long-term extension. I feel like both players are in a really good spot regarding their future and cashing out. Yeah, you put him there. Yeah, you put him there with uh, Will Anderson Jr. Chris Jones, by the way, his odds for Defensive Player of the Year not great, like plus three thousand on DraftKings, something like that. He's way, way, way down that list. You got to get a lot of sacks to be a Defensive <laughs> Player of the Year guy. Yeah. You got to get a lot of sacks or a lot of interceptions. <laughs> Will That's Anderson really ahead of him there. I mean, Max Crosby at the Raiders, obviously the uh, fifth best odds. That'd be a good fit for him with uh, Antonio Pierce. Is there a is there a receiver in free agency that you really want? Because what I would like for this team to do is. I like for them to spend a little bit of money in free agency. We think MVS's number is coming off the books. I don't think that Chris Jones is going to be on the team. So you're going to have some wiggle room in free agency to take one big swing, I think, to go get a Mike Evans or go get a Calvin Ridley or one of those kind of players. I'd like for them to be aggressive in the wide receiver market and then maybe look for offensive line and try to find a long-term solution on the left side. Is there a wide receiver that you really like in free agency? Mike Evans, for sure. I mean, just the consistency of what you get. I mean, it's, the guy's the most consistent guy in the NFL. He's got 10 straight years of 1,000 yards. That's current active leader for a player. So he's got 1,000 yards every single season he's been in the NFL. 15.3-yard average. He's got over 700 catches. But that is a, as consistent as you can get. And you're not looking for the long run. Just give me a couple of years. Win the ring again. Address the receiver. They'll address the receivers in this year's draft. A nice receiver to go Rasheed Rice, have Mike Evans kind of hold hold it down for two years. Yeah, I think Mike Evans in this offense. Because he's consistent. Yeah, I'm going to guess, too, that he probably signs closer to what Odell got. Odell got that one year 15. Let's say you got to give the second year to Mike Evans, and it's around two for 30, two for 32. I mean, I think if you give Patrick Mahomes a deep ball threat like that, like they haven't had someone that defenses really have to fear down the field. That if you have him over the top, you got Rasheed Rice, he continues to develop. You got Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field. I mean, this offense can go from 17th this year to going back to being a top 15 or top five offense next year with a couple of moves. Big physical, great route runner, can get downfield, like you said. Teams will definitely have to concentrate on that. Someone you worry about, say, to worry about him, they'd worry about Rasheed Rice now. And of course, always worry about Travis Kelsey, plus whatever the Chiefs going to do out of the backfield, whether that's, uh, whether that's, um, Isaiah Pacheco and maybe even an Austin Eckler sprinkled in, which I would really like to see the Chiefs start diving into. I'd be surprised if they spent money at running back. Yeah, but you're not going to have to really break the bank on Austin. But Austin is a guy that I would bring in because of how much how well he catches the football. No, I like Austin. He'd be Eck- perfect with his offense. I like Austin Eckler, too. I would like for them to spend a little bit of resources on running back. It just seems to me like they probably take a late-round flyer again. Like so you've Jeff already McKinnon. Got- yeah, you've already got you've already got Pacheco. Let's say you bring back Jarek McKinnon on another cheap one year deal, and then you spent a sixth or a seventh round pick on a wide on a running back that you really really like, and that's your third change of base. He kind of takes over where Clyde Edwards-Helaire was this year. Yep. I just don't see them spending a lot of free agency dollars on a on a running back. This I don't think you'd have to break the bank with him though. He's, you know, he's 2017. He's been in this league for a while. He's already 28 years old. Um, turns 29 here coming up this May. So, but you know, 107 catches two years ago, 51 last year. 
This is like the perfect prototypical Andy Reid guy that catches the ball out of the backfield. He'd be like Jet McKinnon, hundred percent like Jet. Yeah, no, I, uh, I would, I would, I would very much be in favor. Very he would much be, be in really favor. good in this offense. Yeah, very much be in favor. Someone said you guys are talking out of both sides. Mike Evans is thirty. Chris Jones is way better. Mike Evans is also going to cost half the amount of Chris Jones for this upcoming season. Like, it's not just age for me with Chris Jones. Like, if you were paying Chris Salary. Jones eighteen or twenty million dollars a year, I would say just go pay him. If you want Chris Jones long term on the team. He is going to maybe be the highest paid non-quarterback in the National Football League. His franchise tag locks him in at $32 million, and the highest paid non-quarterback in the league is at 35. There ain't a whole lot of room in between 32 and 35. Mike Evans is going to cost you 16 to $17 million per. It's going to cost almost half the amount of going to get Chris Jones. That's a big reason why I'm in favor of going to get Mike Evans. You know, I'm like usually, you know, four guys that are 30 years old and give them the contract. Mike Evans is just different because he hasn't slowed down. Like I haven't, I haven't seen the slowdown. And you're not doing it for a long term. You're doing it for maybe a year with a year contract or two. Who's the most I'm willing to give? But you're talking about a guy that consistently gets a thousand yards. You know, 15 yards of reception. I mean, he had one of his highest uh, yards per reception this season. Do you want almost 16 yards of reception? Do you want Drew Tranquil back? Yes, 100. percent I want Drew Tranquil. I think he was one of the best signings last year. I remember when they made it, and I was like, "Whoa, this one's going to be good." All the things he can do, coverage linebacker. In fact, he can blitz as well as like they they've hit a home run with Drew. Can't believe he's here. Coming up on the other side, let's do this. I want to go through the Chiefs free agents that aren't the two big ones. I don't the other ones outside of Jones and Sneed. And let's just go through. Let's go down the line. Who do you want to keep? Who you think is coming back? Who were you happy to let walk in free agency? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.